0: Dueling Genre Productions presents...
1: Oh my God, do you see that?
0: When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities.
2: I can move things with my mind.
1: Oh my God, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly.
2: Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an
0: arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately. No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes.
1: Quiet Markowitz! Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here! I'm going to make you all into superheroes!
2: Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful.
1: After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine.
0: I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the
2: underdogs.
0: You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The
2: people in that store need help, and
0: we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means there are our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that?
2: Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers.
0: You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be
2: superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere.
0: Dueling Genre.
2: Welcome back to Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze and celebrate the movie Spider-Man, one with reflexes and nerve condition velocities so fast that some researchers believe it borders on precognition minute at a time. <laughs> I'm Zach Luna. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. Scott Carilli.
1: And I am Crystal Beth.
2: <laughs> Thanks for being here again, Crystal.
1: <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, today we're talking
2: about Minute 24, which uh, begins with... Peter uh, whipping a tray of food uh, behind him with his uh, web and uh, ends with Flash saying, my fists. Um, And uh, (laughs) like you might have heard from the title, this is like the uh, the minute with all of the spider sensing, actually sensing. Yeah, uh, (laughs) sensing,
0: uh, sensing all of the things about high school paper planes, (laughs) flies, spitballs and fists.
2: Oh yeah. That's uh, that's, it, that's all that's in part. high school. Yeah, yeah. that's the ah. whole that's the whole experience. The whole thing.
0: Uh- <laughs> I, I also I the the specifically like the the fly is you know fine early CG, whatever. The yeah. the, the spitball looks pretty okay, the paper plane yeah. is fine. Flash's fist, however, looks like a motion comic.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, uh, yeah, there's a little little dodgy in the, uh, it's, the it, yeah, oh. it's,
0: it's off. Like he looks yeah. super flat in the background mm. and the fist looks like it's CG or something, but doesn't yeah. look like it's part of him in the background. It's weird. It's super weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. I agree. The, the, you don't see hit. What problem is for me mm. is you don't see his body winding up with the hand. Right. You just right. see him growling. Right. Right. They're like, stand there and growl. Yeah yeah like they they sell it
2: once he impacts the locker, like then I'm nervous uh because it's a that beautiful like where they make the thing indent the right. same time that he hits it like i love I love stuff like that yeah but like if you are like us and going a minute at a time and have the ability to like pause frame by frame, it does look super awkward that he's just like pushing it's not even like a punch like he's pushing a fist towards camera right. like here's the fist now like he's holding a fake <laughs>
0: fist and pushing it toward the camera <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly and and i guess because the camera also like starts close to the fist and then moves away from the fist and then the fist comes close right it almost looked like he's not moving forward the whole time like he's like here's where it is okay now i'm gonna push i'm gonna pull back and push right. at you type of thing right um I, uh, well,
0: okay. So, so going back to the cafeteria. (laughs) Yeah. Let's um,
2: start, let's start at the beginning of the 60 (laughs) seconds we have on our plate today. Who, like, first of all, I love
0: Toby's Hmm. look around the room. Like, is anybody else seeing this? Like, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) I I really (laughs) like that. But Hmm. what kind of instinct is it to just yank on it? Like my instinct would be to like grab, like pinch off the webbing at my wrist.
2: Yeah. Well, I, would, s- I would I would go to the tray. Like I would get up and, and try to move quickly over to where the tray is, is uh. what would be my thing, you know. But maybe he thinks it's not strong. He's like, if I just like like a band-aid, just rip it off real quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my theory on this is if I have something weird on my hand, my first reaction is to go, Ah Yeah. And like oh yeah. S- like yeah. slap my hand down, which is I think the same reaction of like, Oh god, uh like sure. you're trying to jerk your hand back from the thing that's right there. Right. So he really does seem
2: to like lean into like well, I'm gonna pull this now. Like mm-hmm. this is a good call. Like this is. Yeah. What I he also
1: do. doesn't know his strength.
2: <laughs> right. Yet. True. Like, yeah. He's yeah, just exactly.
1: learning, so his <clears> throat> his throat> like little flick. He could not realize how much strength is yeah. going to be in yeah, his m- arm as he pulls back. Mm-hmm. Maybe
2: Peter thought he was just like lightly tugging, and then mm-hmm. his it, woof it comes flying at him. Uh, yeah, I, I could buy that. It just seems like he really commits fully with his arm. Too. He definitely yeah. does. <laughs> he just yank. Just yank on this mystery thread. My (laughs)
1: other thought with this is, so one day I was driving my car and I pulled into, in the center of my driveway was a telephone pole. And I pulled in a pole, a telephone pole. Awesome. And I drove into the driveway Mm -hmm. and my car, I felt it hit the telephone pole and I was like, oh no. And instead of Mm -hmm backing up and realigning, realigning i slammed on the gas <laughs> and just dented the entire side of my car door oh, pretty no. poorly oh, no. but it feels yeah. like that same kind of
2: yeah like your reaction. autopilot like your brain is like no i'm going to do the thing I, I don't have time to li-, like whatever and part I'm of your brain commit. would think through it logically isn't engaged yet just the the like problem solving mode like yeah do the thing is right. there at the moment and it's
1: not that that's the right thing to do and it's probably one of the dumber things i've ever done in my life yeah but no i happened def-
2: yeah i've definitely done the thing where like i had a piece of trash in one hand and i was looking at something and then threw my phone in the garbage like i've definitely <laughs> <laughs>
1: those moments. or if you have a liquid in your hand and you turn your wrist to see to, like your look watch. at them yeah that's why and i don't wear watches yeah it. I, just, yep. <laughs> I just
2: oh wanna, yeah like, nip that in the bud but yeah if, there's always been a moment where there's like a short circuit where like i'm i know i'm not this stupid but i'm going to be this stupid right now like there just something in the the wiring is crossed and you just yeah i'll do this nope nope why did i why why did i do that why do i do anything <laughs> <laughs> type of reaction um, this
0: is a real this is a real don't push the button. I'm gonna push the button kind of moment
2: <laughs> yes,, <Yeah. laughs> and it just escalates. uh, I also love his like dejected response to just like, oh, I'll just like lean my head down like Michael Sarah, and just wander out of here, and maybe no one will tell, but mm-hmm. everyone can tell Peter, everyone knows what just happened, and they know where it came from and and we go all the way to like the um the The gag of the tray, like pulling up against the
0: that, oh, that the only only uh. in a Sam Raimi movie would that happen,
2: right? Exactly. Like it just strains credulity just enough where you're like, and, but it's like, oh no, there's another moment for just like silly awkwardness here. Mm-hmm. Let's let's hold the camera on that moment rather than you know it's like the awkward moment yesterday we were talking about that like we let the moment be fully awkward before we move to the next moment because that there's fun in the the awkwardness. Well, and it also oh, yes. it
0: also sets up why he doesn't still have the tray attached to his arm in the next scene because yes. he's obviously pull like after he gets stuck in the door, he's obviously like pulling on it to get it off of his arm.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that's why and, it's moving the way it's moving.
2: Right. And the, but all what I like too is like all we need is seeing the tray go up and, up and down a couple times and then him looking at his wrist and we get it. Like the like the the information gets across just immediately um like i i there's no need for the scene of him disposing of the or i mean it might be fun to see but like we could have had a scene of him freaking out trying to get rid of the rid of the webbing or we could have the the funny moment where it's clanging up against the door and sam Raimi would much 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 rather have the funny moment where it's clanging up against the door oh which is just so
1: embarrassing it is it is like the most embarrassing thing uh,
2: in that way where it's like you think everybody will remember that for forever, but of course nobody cares, you know, t- like the next day. Right. Obviously Flash right. cares, but like, I will
0: say, uh, corduroy, uh, corduroy girl. She, she has moved yeah. across the cafeteria because she's now she's standing in front of the door, watching him leave.
1: Yep. They were like, yeah. we need the best dressed. Yeah. Come here. Best dressed up by the door. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, let me ask you, have here. you guys,
0: have you guys both done extras work?
1: Yes. I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, do yeah. you do your own makeup? Is that how that works?
1: Generally, yeah. Unless yeah, you're for like the really most featured. Part. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like, Unless um, you're a featured extra.
2: It's usually like if if you might end up in a position where you're like directly behind the principal actor, they might have somebody run over and like make sure your forehead isn't shiny. You know? Okay. But like for the for the most part, you you provide every. That's like what's nice about extras is it's supposed to be cheap. That you bring your own wardrobe. You bring several wardrobe mm-hmm. options. You do your own hair. You do your own makeup. Mm-hmm. You show up to set. Ideally, the idea is the time that she lands, we could just stick her in front of the camera. She's good to go. Uh, is I've is gotten the
1: I've do. gotten a lot of I've gotten more costumes on set than I've had to bring my own costumes. Mm. I haven't yeah. extra that much, but yeah. when most of the stuff I have done has been um, period pieces, not period like, you know, old times, but 70s or 60s and they were like we don't trust you to bring in your own so (laughs) sure of course but you definitely did your own makeup because
0: the guy the the guy with the blonde tips at flash's table like all the way to the right um Uh he's super blotchy like like it looks like he (laughs) was just running laps around the cafeteria before he sat (laughs) down
1: yeah yeah Maybe nope. he's allergic to something he's eating, but he's like, I can't break character. Yeah. No,
2: yeah. This is
1: my moment. I'm in a Spider-Man movie,
2: which like, I'm not even joking. I That would be how excited I would be. Like, yeah. I, yep. I wouldn't want to leave. Till I, I mean, I had a moment. I, I, I was an extra on Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. Um, really briefly. It, there's like a, the scene where explosions go off in Hollywood, like in front of the Chinese theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they needed people to be like the faceless crowd running away from the explosions. And I was there. Running away from explosions—you can't see so me cool. at all in the movie because it's just running away from explosions. But I was—I was so excited, uh, beyond <laughs> belief, like way more than I and than any other, like even like a lot of like legitimate, like oh, here you're a principal actor in like this short film, like you're the guy. Like I was way more excited, just like hey, I'm here on set and like things are gonna happen and it's in. You know, <laughs> A superhero, like, do you guy? And I'm looking around, and like nobody else there was like on board with me. Like, (laughs) like, they had us all, (laughs) um, like extras holding was in the Chinese theater, the man Chinese theater, which was crazy because they shut down traffic on Hollywood Boulevard to shoot that bit because, like, in the scene, explosions go off and like some cars on the street crash into each other. So you have to like have a block and a half stretch that's totally cut off so that you can have like the actual cars driving through and then you Mm -hmm. can set up your pyrotechnics and all that. And it's a long time of setting up things and waiting around. So Extras Holding was in the actual man Chinese theater, like in the seats there. So we got to like hang out inside the theater and like be all nerdy. And everybody else was like, you know, trying to flirt with each other or trying to like read things on their phones or whatever. But I just, just kept trying to be like, guys, it's a superhero movie. Like, isn't it cool? <laughs> no, no, it's not. Like Get, get away from me, weirdo. So like that totally, if in 2002 I was old enough to act in a in a and I ended up as an extra on the set of Spider Man movie and I was that blotchy I probably would just like just st- st- like stick it out like I just, <laughs> I'd be too enthused about it wouldn't it I'd be so excited I, yeah oh, I'm sorry yeah he also like really he really commits to the uh, like you know like when they tell you like pantomime through the whole scene don't make any noise whatever yeah. but you, they you still have to like react to the people next to you. Like, yeah, we want some like reactions to what's going on. Right. Blotchy kid definitely like really leans into it. Like he's trying so hard to talk to that girl next to him, but not without without talking. (laughs) Uh, Oh
0: yeah. There's also, um, so here there's a deleted scene, uh, where, uh, Peter goes to the bathroom. Um, it was storyboarded, but, uh, was, was never shot. Um mm. but uh they talk about it in the uh that Spider-Man behind the scenes book a little bit. Yeah. Um uh-huh. but yeah, he goes to he goes to the bathroom and is like checking himself, like checking out like the the webbing thing and you do like a close up of the the slit in his wrists and like Ooh. it really just kind of like shows off how it works. Yeah. Um and then uh ultimately they cut it because it like it costs more than it was worth it being in the movie i guess oh sure <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and we don't need to see it it's, right it's not necessary right yeah
0: um so they cut like, it and uh yeah. and instead, so instead so where it was gonna mm-hmm. go it would have mm-hmm. went uh he's walking down the hall walks off camera cut to him going in the bathroom checking out the slit cut to him going to his locker Um
2: ah, is how yeah, it was going to sense. work before yeah but uh but it's, this is a lot more efficient. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um.
1: Also, really quick. So when we're going back to before, right as Peter's leaving the cafeteria, mm-hmm. uh-huh. there's the girl with the patchwork pants, and then there's the girl with the tan pants. Uh-huh. I had those shoes she's wearing. Oh. That's it. That's it. I'm done. I do was. Do you still favorite. have them?
2: Like you could. No. Like, they're movie memorabilia now. Like officially.
1: I should. They're probably worth yeah. a lot of money. I'll be like featured extra number one. She wasn't wearing them. It was featured extra number three. Yeah. Number
2: three. With her light pants,
1: yeah, <laughs> it is. It is really like a weird little time capsule that
2: to that fashions of that time, were just the feeling of that time. That like the tail end of pre nine eleven America, mm-hmm. um, just like just in a little bottle forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like Flash has got that like weird chain on his jeans and everything, and <sighs> like, you know, that chain. He's, uh, he thinks he's so cool. Oh, uh, that
0: uh, wallet chain. God, I remember that. And I thing. had yeah. uh, Flash Thompson actually reminds me of a kid I went to school with because he dressed just like him, um, uh-huh. including the big like leather uh,
2: watch thing on his hand, watch yeah, thing yeah. on
0: his hand. And then also the little the beaded necklace thing that he has wrapped hmm. around his wrist. Um, he had the that ball bearing well. one. The yeah. Ball chain. Yeah. 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 And then uh, and then the wallet chain and even the striped polo with the jeans like this was his style. Um yeah. and uh it it always weirds me out how much this how much this Flash Thompson reminds me of that kid from Was
2: school. he did you get along well with this kid or what, He was actually he, the first yeah.
0: friend I ever made. Yeah.
2: Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. nice. Um
0: is- but uh yeah, cuz he was a uh, uh he was like he was it, it's weird because like i don't know what flash's deal is in this school because he seems like Uh you know in the comics he's the popular kid but it doesn't seem like he's the popular kid here necessarily because he dresses sort of like an early 2000s like punk kid
2: yeah yeah we're like like maybe we're not in the mold of like a I don't know a good example of like a jock guy in a, in a letter jacket, Archie Andrews or something. Maybe Mm. we're not in that mold, but we're more in the mold of like James Franco on freaks and geeks or something where he he had like, he he has like capital, but he's not one of the popular kids, you know, and he's like cool, but he's not like, you know, the the star of whatever team. I feel like, like I
0: I feel like flash Thompson listens to a lot of lit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) He oh just, gosh, uh, lit. He my loves
2: favorite. lit. Oh wow. yeah,
1: lit in wow. three eleven. But he says he listens to three eleven, but doesn't particularly yeah. like them.
0: No, 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 yeah. no. He he says he listens to a lot of Sublime, but he actually just listens
1: to
2: <laughs> <Lit>. <laughs> <laughs> like he like he'll switch over the uh, the the CD track once he pulls into the right. school, like in case <laughs> in case anybody's going by.
0: You He's make like, yeah, no. me. <laughs> He just loves Lynn. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's when he's when he's putting all the gel in his hair in the in the in the morning. That's when he's his real self. Yeah. yeah. So do <laughs> do you have uh,
0: do you have stuff about Joe? Because this is the last time we're gonna see him. Like it's well, tomorrow's
2: the last no, time. No, but I mean, like I I I did as you know some digging. I'm still trying to track down this one book that presumes to have a little more info on the casting. But I mean, mm-hmm. Joe is uh, he's a much much bigger star now. Joe and I apologize if I mangle his name uh, <laughs> Manganiello. I want to say, uh, but, but maybe it's Manginello or something like that. But Joe is like we'll just call him Joe. Uh, one of those guys who's like been quietly around for a long time, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, a sudden started being in in everything. But like his he's mostly known these days for like dating. Sofia Vergara and being in the Magic Mike movies and things like that. But, you know, he was I think it was on, true blood
0: yeah. that that like lit that his really career got on fire. Yeah. 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 I remember I heard an interview with him. He was on like it was either it was either WTF or Kevin Pollock's chat show. It was one or the uh-huh. other. Um, yeah. And he was being interviewed about this. And this was like, you know, one of his early. Wait a wo-
1: second. That's who he is? Yeah, Yeah, that's that's Joe. Joe,
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Joe Manganiello. Get
1: the (laughs) F out of town. Yeah, Yeah, the the
2: Magic Mike guy, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, what a swan he became. Isn't that
2: wonderful? Yeah. Isn't that just just insane? Oh. uh,
1: I'm listening to you guys talk about this, and I was like, I have to Google this right now, because I don't know who they're (laughs) talking about that he is in that movie. Oh, (laughs) my God.
0: (laughs) So... So the thing that's great about Joe, or maybe it was Nerdist. Uh-huh. It might have actually been on Nerdist that he talked about. Sure, this. sure. But they yeah. they brought up Spider-Man and he's like, let me just say, he was like, yeah. I was so excited to be in that movie. He's like, it sucked that I had to be Flash Thompson. I had to be the bully. But yeah, yeah. I, he because he's a massive nerd. Like, yeah. he played Dungeons and Dragons in high school. Like, he yeah. was like the, he was like kind of like the buff nerd. And I guess apparently, right. like him working out, he used to be like, I forget, he was either super scrawny or super overweight. And then when yeah. he got to high school, he started working out. And then yeah. none of the nerds Transform. wanted to hang out with him anymore and none of <laughs> – and all the popular kids were afraid of him because they were like, "You used to, <laughs> we used to make fun of you and now you look like that. Ah, I don't, um, don't want to mess with yeah. – yeah. Right. But he oh. was so excited to be in this and all he's ever wanted was to play a superhero. And oh, he always God. gets cast as villains and it's like oh. his most frustrating thing. I was so sad for him when he got cast as Deathstroke. Because I was like, yeah, Oh no. man, now you're just doomed. Cause you can't
2: yeah, now you'll always
0: be Yeah. Uh, <sighs> I was I like, was rooting for him to get Batman um over
2: Affleck. I honestly. would totally oh, be on board yeah. with the Joe yeah. McNeil Batman. I mean he's he is I mean he he does look I mean, obviously when you're watching Spider Man not so much, but like these days, he does look in the mold of that old school, like square jawed, wide-shouldered, like superhero, you know, like mm-hmm. a nineties, like, whoa, like that guy is that guy is a guy, and he's leaned into the beard thing more these days. That guy is like a like a lumberjack, like werewolf person. But like mm-hmm. you know, he leans into the beard these days. But I bet you you shave him up, he would look just like Batman. Uh, yeah. Like, oh,
0: there was a there was, uh, a, there was I, yeah. a commercial specifically that he did two years two ish years ago that was uh-huh. in movie theaters hmm. um, before yeah. movies played, and it was for some sort of ice cream, some sort of like ice hmm. cream that was presenting itself as really fancy and in the yeah. in the commercial he like is like a secret agent like wearing a tuxedo and he's like clean shaven and I was like oh my wow. god it's Bruce Wayne like he's yeah. he's Batman yeah. like whoa. He yeah.
2: <laughs> he's
1: yeah. almost he- too attractive to be a hero like he has to be a villain <laughs> <laughs>
2: Or maybe if he was like a like a, he could do Black Adam or something like that, or he could do yeah. Well, it's too late for Black Adam. That's the Rock. Yeah, role. I know, I know, because the Rock's he would actually Will that be movie a good. He, he
0: would be a good Captain Marvel, like a Shazam. He would be a great Captain Marvel. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, you gotta have that. You gotta have that mix. You gotta be able to play like Tom Hanks the, and like, Big the Smarmy. Yeah. Tom yeah, Hanks and yeah. Big as a superhero, because that's as what, a superhero. That's what Shazam
2: yeah. is. The kid. The kid the the little kid excited aspect and right. the like you know stereotypical yeah that'd be great I mean he did he did do um he did an early audition for Superman for Man of Steel and mm-hmm. they liked him a lot and they wanted him to do a screen test for it but he couldn't um he couldn't get the scheduling to work out with True Blood right. at the time
1: right so uh, he could,
2: so he never ended up even getting any further in the audition but they did really like him for it and I I would have bought that you know e- like easily he is he is mm-hmm. a very very charming performer yeah i, I, I cannot and, like, believe
1: that he's yeah. flash this guy yeah <laughs>
2: no
1: uh <laughs> the
0: other thing too i wanted to bring up because i i feel like it's appropriate here and i'll remind everybody in two years when we get there but right, yes. <laughs> but uh in this hmm. in this role joe as flash thompson thompson so hmm. as we'll talk about when we get to the third movie when they do eddie brock and um Mm-hmm. They go a, a certain way with it, which I'm not sure. going to talk about because uh, I have a lot no, of thoughts not right about now. that. That's
2: an, a later conversation, right? Yeah. And
0: I and I don't and I actually don't have necessarily negative thoughts about it either. But I have right. that's a different conversation. But if you were to sure. do if they were, you know, we've talked about how they pull from comics and pull all these different little threads and then tie the threads together and make something new. And that's what these movies yeah. are. They're more yeah. uh, adaptations than, you know, a lot direct of other comic book movies now, which are yeah. Yeah. more direct adaptations um, yeah. than adaptations of like the concept of Spider-Man, which is what, the, sure. what this is. Uh, sure. And, and so I look at him and I just think, there, there's a world where you could have done Venom and just because Flash Thompson has been Venom before
1: and yeah, just yeah.
0: had this Flash Thompson played by Joe come back in the third movie as a uh, rival photographer or rival reporter. Uh, you know, they already yes. have that adversarial relationship, and then Joe becomes Venom. Yeah, that I that think would, would have worked really, really well. I mean, people would have been grumpy yeah. that he wasn't Eddie Brock because right. For whatever reason, the name matters to people. <sighs>
2: the name matters more no. than anything else. Right. For a lot of people. But I think yeah. it yeah. would yes. have been a really
0: interesting mm. way to take that character in the third movie uh-huh. and to in a in the form of a trilogy, wrap it back around to the first movie without having to deal with the Uncle Ben thing that they do.
2: That's pretty solid, Scott. You should be a
1: screenwriter. Uh, Right? (laughs) Do it. Right? Isn't that how you tell people? Do it? Yeah. Yeah. Just just call Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah, call Steven
2: Spielberg. Yeah, just get that going. Hey, you know that Spider-Man
0: movie? Well, I have some notes. I didn't do that. (laughs) Just listen.
2: You're going to like this. That
1: no, 2002
2: think, Spider-Man movie. I de- like value judgments aside from whatever direction they did go. I think people would have responded quite well to that. I think once they approach. saw like, it, definitely. Yeah, yeah what they're like, oh, that's uh, that's Venom right there. Right. That's an Eddie Brock type thing because the the groundwork is laid for it, and it would it would move pretty swiftly into it. Um, like I said, um, I mean, I only have like a like a a brief little like pre-Spider-Man thing because I don't think Joe really did anything from like before Spider-Man, but like the the apocryphal, like apocryphal, uh, story that is that is said is that like he really he like he got out of college. You know, he went to like Carnegie Mellon, and then like immediately signed a talent agent, and then like a couple days later auditioned for Spider Man, mm-hmm. and then that was just his first role immediately. So like the 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 number he was they put a, out there, he was is, a like, model yeah. at first, right? Yeah, he was a model and he was in the th- he did a theater in Pittsburgh for a while, mm-hmm. you know, and he he was he was around, you know, like doing acting stuff. But when he moved to Los Angeles after college, when he when he finished up college, the the phrase that they have is that like, yeah, it took him 3 days and then he landed a role in a major right. major motion picture, which would be nice. Um but he he originally auditioned for Peter Parker. Um oh, uh, Yeah, of course, yeah, which is of course. Seem, yeah, like why not? Yeah, yeah cuz everybody auditions for Peter Parker. Um right. but then like like you do, like we talk, we've talked earlier on the podcast about that, often you cast a wide net for one of the large roles, and then from that, you'd be like, oh, this, you're not good for this role, obviously, but, oh, you'd be great at playing the bully, or you'd be, right. be great at playing, you know, Harry, or whatever. Um, so, <laughs> like James Franco before him, started with the Peter Bar- Parker audition, and then became um, Flash. But yeah, this was his first ever film role, yeah. um, and his, his first like real acting job out of school, um, in in film and television. And he's uh, definitely he would, channeling
0: yeah. Biff Tannen.
2: Um, oh, yes. for sure. Yes. Oh, this.
1: definitely. <laughs> yeah.
2: He is, uh, like, I mean, they don't have the confrontation in the cafeteria itself, but, like, you could watch the cafeteria scene from Back to the Future and then watch this, like, the next day and be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you 100%. you could <laughs>
0: fully, I mean, you're just waiting for Strickland to come out, come up, like, and put a stop to this <laughs> <Yeah>. nonsense.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like somebody break up the fight right. or like maybe Strickland is the one who has like the, the tray of food at the end or whatever. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, It's it's good stuff. And he sells it. And it's just it, it's just fun sometimes to go back, you know, a couple decades and then like see. Oh, yeah, this is where they
1: first popped up. Look at that. Absolutely. He,
2: yeah. He does look very different these days. Um, <laughs> good, good old Joe. Good old Iron Joe. Uh, I know
1: I've said it so many times. Um, uh huh. Cannot believe that that's him. (laughs) I
2: know. know. If you guys,
1: you know, I'm I'm just going to say this,
0: like her Uh not being able to recognize that this is Joe, like from just Uh from watching the minutes. I think yeah. it's proof positive that no one would recognize that Clark Kent was Superman. Like it just wouldn't happen. Exactly. No one yeah, would. Exactly. Everyone no one everyone would. thinks that they they're like no I would figure it out. No you wouldn't because yeah. well, like what you business wouldn't... would you have knowing both
2: Superman and Clark Kent on a personal basis? Like you also yeah, you wouldn't. Also, Superman like as far as everybody else knows, Superman doesn't have a secret identity. Exactly. You know? Exactly. exactly. Superman Everybody know. Oh, oh, Superman! Yeah, he's a superhero. He came from he came from Krypton. Yeah. He told he us all that he He has a clubhouse say, in Antarctica
0: or whatever. Yeah, and, uh... he yeah he has his
2: Fortress of Solitude. That's all he ever does. He's Superman. Yeah. Like, there's no reason for you to think
1: he doesn't wear a mask. Like, right. Why would you think he had a such, I also cannot yeah. remember people's faces at all. Yeah, I'm oh, not. Sure. Yeah. I am not good at faces. If you get a haircut or if you wear different glasses, <laughs> yeah. I'll be like, yeah. have we met? And you'll be why like. Not? crystal
0: (laughs) i mean with this it's just he's clean shaven that's that's it
1: that's yeah yeah that's
2: really the only difference i mean he's a little
0: he's a little broader now than he than he was then but just not much like he's a pretty big guy here
2: right but like his whole aesthetic is really really changes once he leans into being like a hirsute gentleman right he's just like oh he's a guy with he has long hair and he has a beard and he's a big manly guy to see him with like short like early 2000s gelled hair and clean shave and you're like
1: <laughs> no way
2: there's a um he really man.
1: found himself
2: yeah he did find himself there's a cognitive disorder called uh what they call it face blindness i'm gonna google this right now uh it's called they call it uh prosopagnosia i think is the way you pronounce it um but i i think my mom has a version of this where she legitimately can't see faces almost at all uh, especially watching tv and movies so a lot of times If you have a movie with, like, more than one guy with dark hair in it, she can't handle it. Like, I remember with my mom, we we watched The Prestige. And, um, Mm. like, halfway through that movie, she leaned over and was very confused. Because there's enough in that movie already about, like, direct lines between certain characters. Or, like, not knowing if this character is in the scene (laughs) twice or whatever. Right. But she legitimately cannot tell the difference between Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman. And she thought they were the same character for a good hour into that movie.
0: <laughs>
2: oh my Wow. Like, that's, a no that's a rough watch. Yeah, that's a rough watch
0: with face blindness. <laughs> but
2: she was like
1: too polite to say anything <laughs> for a while. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, but no. I have I think I have a little bit of that. And not just yeah. self-diagnosing, but I'm sure one of my friends is amazing at faces. She yeah. could she could tell we went and saw the blue man group. She was like, one of those guys looks familiar. I was like, yeah, they all look like blue men. And (laughs) (laughs) she was like, no, one of them I recognize. And she got on the phone with her friend and she's like, yep, that is the brother of one of the friends I went to high school with, who I met once at this picnic. Oh my gosh. And I was like, that's insane.
2: my God. That's (laughs) amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. I'm I'm decent with faces, but I'm bad with the name. So like I'll see somebody and know... Mm -hmm immediately that i know them or what i know them from but i can't come up with their name immediately mm-hmm. like oh, um yeah tom, I once, tom cruise, I in, tom cruise yeah.
0: has what your friend has um oh really yeah, yeah straight
2: up face blindness. no yeah. no no no, yeah. no 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 no
0: no what what crystal's oh, the friend thing. the opposite the oh, opposite. oh. <laughs> yeah, the opposite um, where thing. where he yeah. can meet you for 15 minutes see you again seven yeah. years later and remember your name and what you do
2: yeah Yeah. Martin Sheen as well. Tom Cruise is, that's why everyone is like, that's that's why Tom
0: Cruise is a movie star and why everyone loves him is because he will always remember you. Always.
2: I've, I've spoken to a a couple different people who've worked with, with Tom Cruise. And like, there's a lot you can like publicly denounce that guy from, and like, nobody likes like being even a little bit nice about Scientology in general. Right. But in terms of like a dude on set, I've never met anybody with a bad thing to say about Tom Cruise. Right. Like he is so committed, so nice, so like, energetic. Like all like where people are like, I was really like, I was ready to be really mad at him, but he was just so great. Or like Martin Sheen, I've heard stories of. Uh-huh. I had a friend who, um, she met Martin Sheen. Um, she was a caterer at an event, and she was just being polite. And Martin Sheen was just really nice and like asked her her name, what her goals are, what was going on. You know, thanked her for helping out and all that. It was just a very polite, nice guy. And then five years later, she was on set, um, and she she had got, like, a small speaking role on a TV show, and Martin Sheen was on the show. And he immediately, like, came right over to her and was like, oh, my God, Rachel, how are you? Like, how are things going? <laughs> you know, it was so nice to meet you that one time. And she was like, it was like something, like, a science fiction type thing, but he was just that good with mm-hmm. people. Um, I don't know. It's crazy. I, I'll have to work on it because I can't do that yet. But, like, I've done a thing where, like, I ran into a guy, and I was like, were you – did you? Were you dressed up like a clown on an episode <laughs> of uh, uh, Parks and Recreation like two years ago? And he's like, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> how, how wow. You know? I was like, I don't know. But I don't know your name. But like, that was you, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, okay. so That's maybe crazy. It's, maybe it's a skill you can work at because uh, I have that. But then I also like can't remember the names of anybody. So who knows? Um, <laughs> that's about all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. About this. Uh, I think before we go too far off of any other careening digressions, but, um, you know, fun minute spider sense. It works. Spider
1: uh, sense.
0: So, uh, so saying. we'll be back, uh, tomorrow. Crystal, uh, yeah. where can people
1: find you? Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at the crystal Beth. You can also find my two podcasts that I do. The fifth element, and, which is about the fifth element, my own nice. movies by minute podcast and, uh, unlimited lives radio. Both of those are on iTunes and yeah, that, that's it. Awesome.
0: <laughs> and uh and you can find Zach and I and the other things that we do at duelinggenre.com, including Geek by Night, yep. which we talked about uh yesterday, uh, the original yeah. audio series, uh podcast series that I uh created and executive produced with uh Nick Jimenez
2: and uh Zach uh stars in. So uh Star- Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> supporting, but yeah, I'm in it. I'm sure in it. Yeah, yeah. you are <laughs> It's a great, it's a great project. If you have some some time and you want to listen to a fun story, definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thanks. And
0: superhero thanks for relevant,
2: super very superhero relevant. A lot of the kind of discussions we have here relevant. I think I think mm-hmm. a lot of characters in Geek by Night have had these these discussions before as well, <laughs> uh, especially with regards to secret identities and uh, Superman. And I think so. Joe Manganiello. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> so <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow with uh, minute twenty-five. Bye, bye, guys. Hey